0: <laughs> Tell me about the
1: experience you had when you discovered you were HIV positive. Um,
0: it was shocking when I first I mean, found what, out. What happened? How did you
1: become How did you become aware?
0: Um, it all came about me getting some life insurance, and the insurance guy came out to do the mouth swab, and when those results came back, it said that I was um positive for HIV. So mm-hmm. um. With me not just taking the word of them, I had to test done again, and um, it still came out to be the same. And that was in that was in 05, 2005, when I first found out, and it was a dev- devastating thing because I I was just you know like shocked, like can't be me. This is wrong. I've got my pets messed up with somebody else. This is not me. And, you know, I, I went through everything I was supposed to do as far as like now trying to get treatments and stuff that um, there still was a disbelief. Part of me was like, okay, this is what you got. This is what you got to do. But a whole lot of me was like, oh, no, not me kinda
1: of thing. Did you seek treatment right away?
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. how was the that.
1: experience of seeking treatment? Was it at a clinic a hospital a, a private doctor? I,
0: it was um I went I I started looking for doctors, you know, I asked questions and and I, I went and looked went and got with one doctor who was who specialized in dealing with people that had Um, that are HIV AIDS positive and um, I went went to him first
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and um, he did his better tests on me and came back with the same results that already had and he went from there with treatment he started well once he got his stuff back he started down medication
1: okay Were you able to identify or come up with a timeline in which you may have acquired the
0: virus? Um, looking back on everything, every time I I checked, there was so much that happened in one time. I was dealing with someone, and then I also got stuck by a needle from a patient who was HIV positive. And it's just, it was like, I don't know where I got it from because Later, I'll say like maybe three years later after being HIV positive, I found out that the guy that I was seeing at the time was in fact HIV positive because he died from it. So it kind of put me in the limbo of where did I get it from? Did I get it from the patient at work or did I get it from him? So I stopped beating my head up so much about it to where I was like, you know what, I don't know how I contracted it, it." Mm -hmm. you know, so basically I just left it at when people come and ask me, well, do you know how you got it? No, I really don't because there was so much going on at that time. But when I look at it, it's either or, you know, I was seeing someone who I didn't know at the time that was positive, and I also worked around HIV people, HIV people that I do remember getting stuck by a needle, you know, so it's like all in that time frame. Okay. You know, some you know you got these big people around here, you know, doctors and nurses and all, so well, you couldn't have gotten it from, you got it from somebody, you didn't get it from the needle stick, and it's like, Everyone's trying to tell me and I'm like, hold up. You can get stuck by a needle from somebody who has, who is positive and catch it from there. You could also have sex with someone who is positive. So you can't tell me because if you don't have a pinpoint time is how do you know? You know? Right. You can't really say and that's what, when they start going into all of that I, I just stopped the whole conversation said, you know, I don't know how I got it. I got it. Was you sexual active? Yes. Did I ever do drugs? No. Did I get stuck by a needle? Yes. You know, have I had blood transfusions? Yes. But like, so when you, when y'all want to sit here and, you know, pull apart my life, they trying to figure out how I got it. You go ahead because I'm, I'm off that. I, I can't, I can't do that to myself anymore
1: the impact of your partner's death knowing that he was HIV positive, what kind of effect did that have on you, emotionally?
0: Well I felt bad because not only at the time like I said, he was not a person that I was in a deep relationship with, he was just somebody you know, okay, you good, I'm good we go ahead and do this, you know, kind of thing but he also had a relationship with another woman that wasn't infected, you know, that's why it's, you know, it's like, okay, he don't have kids, you know, that was not infected, you know, so that's why I'm like, you know, this is like a toss-up one. How? And I know sometimes that just doing my own little research, but sometimes if you could be with a person that's HIV positive and you never contracted the disease. You know, um, until later, or you know, sometimes some people' immune system is just that strong that they can fight, and I guess mine wasn't that strong because, like I said, this man has had kids since the incident of me and him, and all the kids are fine. Okay. and for that, he
1: can't, you know, have kids with Jesus, honey. So. Okay. How was the experience of telling others about your family, your friends, your previous partners, telling them about um, your age status?
0: Well, as far as like, with family, when I got a hold of it, I. I turned to my family, you know. Mm-hmm. I told it to my my oldest sister was the first one that I told. Mm-hmm. And we went from there, as far as right now, I got to tell it to my mother, you know. And I basically told all my brothers and sisters, you know. I told it to my parents and I told it to my brothers and sisters so that they could have each other to deal with it, you know, as far as, like, I didn't tell outsiders, except for, like, when it came to my children's fathers, there's only, there's only one, really, that knows everything, as far as, you know, what's really going on, the rest of them has no clue, um, a long, um, old middle school sweetheart, he knows the whole truth about them, so, when it comes down to other um, males, and the males that I was dealing with after I found out I was positive, he, he knows. So, you know, it's like all together, three males outside of my family that know the, the, the real truth about me. Any other guys that I had came in con- contact with, I couldn't trust them with that kind of information, but I always made sure that I used some type of form of protection with them because it was just the fact of if things don't work out i don't want you to be out here spreading my name like that because right. a lot of people people even though you know with hiv aids first came out they just looked at those people as they have you know like it's on a flag and you don't want to be near them and that mm-hmm. still is the same way as today You have some people that have accepted people who are HIV-AIDS-positive, but you have a whole lot that still, you know, as soon as you turn your back, they're talking about you, you know, Mm. and not knowing what they're talking about. So I am very, to this day, I'm very discreet about who I tell about my situation.
1: Okay. You said that um, your children, was able to. You told your children. How do you believe um, your HIV positive impacts your children regarding you know their their upbringing around the education you get them around sexuality things of that sort.
0: Well, my my first my 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 first half of children because I have, I am a mother of six kids and mm-hmm. with the first three you know I told. Them, The other three didn't find out until later in time, you know, it was like, I had to work around that, you know, only thing they knew was that mommy's sick, you know, they didn't know the full (laughs) detail until they got to a certain age of where I felt they should know what's really Mm -hmm. going on. But, as far as everything else, no, they, you know, they knew of me being sick, they you know, but they didn't know how much in depth of being sick I was.
1: How, um, how has being positive affected your um, participation in relationships? How has it impacted your relationships with, you know, establishing... It's very hard
0: for me to get into a relationship. I, I, you know, it's like to get into a new relationship with a new person that, you know, is very hard because now it's more of you, I have to feel that person out and still derive the trust thing, you know. Mm You know, I bring up little conversations to see where they'll go with it. As far as like, I'll bring up something about HIV or AIDS, just to see how what's their reaction. You know, uh-huh. and I always get that negative reaction. That makes me think, well, I'm not going to talk because if you can, I don't want you to switch up your words. You know, if that's how you feel, then you feel that way. But, you know, for me to express and tell you, you know, like, if I came out and just said, yes, I'm this, you know, because you just said this stuff, you know, like, oh, no, I will be the beat of, in some guys' words, I'll be the bitch ass if I ever found out she was, you know, doing me and she was positive. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll beat her ass and this, this, that, and it's like, okay, (laughs) yeah, cool, or, "Mm mm-mm, can't fucking listen. people with nah. me this this that you know there's always something negative coming out of her mouth that makes me like well I cannot deal with you because at some point in time I'm going to have to come out with the truth about me and I don't I don't want that you know because that's let me know that you are that type of person that will go out here and say oh yeah I was messing with her and then when I found out that, you know she came out and told me that she was this you know i have to leave that for you alone that's all right because now you put my name out there
1: right
0: and one thing about being the way that i am i don't want no one to feel sorry for me and i, I can't stand it when someone starts feeling sorry for me. there's nothing mm-hmm. to, me to feel sorry for you know and i don't want no one to, to start treating me different Because I had a cousin who I did in because I thought we were just that close to find out that, you know, no sooner than I told her, she had no problem with getting on the phone and calling her mom and telling her mom. And then, you know, I had used her bathroom. The way she went in her bathroom and bleached down her bathroom, I was like, oh, really? That's how it goes down. Cool. So... I keep it as close net people that I trust. You know, where if something goes wrong with me they know.
1: Regarding your health, how has HIV impacted your health? You said you were diagnosed in two thousand five. So you've been positive for about eleven years. Um close to fifteen years. Close so what?
0: To, close to fifteen years. So oh, you said two thousand five. Two thousand five is when I, I, I I got diagnosed with it. Oh, but you but think you I might have didn't... had it before then? No, 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 no. I ain't have it then. I'm saying it's to told now. I've been this way for for um, what? I've been um, I've been positive for close to fifteen years now. It's 2016. Years. That's
1: eleven years. Eleven
0: years. Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen, you taking off five? Okay. Yeah. 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 Fifteen. Um. Eleven. Eleven 10 years. But that just shows how long I've been trying not to, you know, where I was in my denial phase about this. Right. Right. That my math and of it is like sometimes I have to sit myself and like, okay, wait a minute, count these years out. Like, okay, yeah.
1: I understand. So health-wise, how has um, HIV impacted your health?
0: Um, it has bothered me because I, um, at one point I was doing good with my medicines and then with the health insurance and stuff, when I got dropped, it made it hard for me to get the medicine because this medicine runs anywhere from 4,000 on top mm. and me. Uh, just for one, one pill, I can actually tell you medicines that I have now that there are sky high as far as if I was to go out here and try to pay for this stuff myself I would never be I could never be able to pay for this stuff it's very very Um, expensive I know one of my two is $3,000 Um, My doctor just put me on four new pills Mm -hmm. because of, um, like I said, as far as like the health insurance and stuff, with, you know, with me being off medicine, my body kind of won't accept it, you know, it kind of came adapted to that. So if I was to go back on that same med, it wouldn't be doing, it wouldn't do its purpose. Okay. Um, But in 2010, I got diagnosed diagnosed with um, Christococcus meningitis,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's like a fungal a fungal a fungal disease that's in my that is basically the location of it is my brain and in my back my my spine. Mm-hmm. So I I have to be on medication for that. So I'm on um. All together I'm on six medications four of them being for
2: HIV two of
0: them being for the meningitis <clears throat> well no four of them for being for HIV two of them being for the meningitis of oh, six um, yeah my my medication runs for one two for one prescription is $2,000. Well, another prescription is $2,000. So far, three of my medications is 2000 alone. Just That one prescription, each one of them out of the four. And the other one is close to 500 And that's just my HIV. And you say your,
1: your medical insurance covers
0: it? It covers it now, but, you know, when I was trying, when I didn't have... Medical insurance, which made me go off my meds. I, those meds, my my meds that I had before, the uh, where I was on just one pill, and that one, that one um, prescription, that one prescription cost me would have cost me eight thousand dollars if I had to come out of pocket. Mm. And that's just for a total of thirty days meds. <laughs> Okay. Like what's your advice? Have, okay.
1: What's my advice? No. What's your advice to women and girls who have been recently diagnosed with HIV?
0: Um, my thing, my advice to them is, you know, just do all that you can to take care of yourself. The better you take care of yourself, your your CD4 count will look good. Your um, T cells will, you know, be where they need them to be, because those are the main things that I'm fighting with, but so far, I just went to the doctor, not too long ago, and he says everything is looking good, as far as the new meds that he put me on, everything is good, because where my numbers were real high for my, um, for my T-cells, they have came down to where they're now from... I think he said it was 200000 or something. It was a high number that he said that I started off with, that I'm down to 94 since I started this new med. i 94, you know. So he said if he can get me um, 50 and below, it's great. So he he's, that's why he said he's not taking me off this medication because it's working like how it should be and my CD4 count is coming up. You know, it's slower, but it's coming. You does see a progress of it moving back up.
1: What do you think needs to happen to reduce the stigma around HIV and AIDS?
0: I think, you know, if <laughs> really if somebody could just walk the shoes of a person who's going through this, you know they they put a label on people who are HIV AIDS positive. They put a label on them that they're such a bad people person. You know they had to be a prostitute. You know they put so many bad names on people who are affected with it, and not knowing what really went on because. What happened to me was an innocent thing, you know, to me, because who would have known? You know, and yes, they do say to protect yourself when you have having sex. I think all people, even, but it's also when you do protect yourself when having sex. Sometimes that does not always work. You know, it could be a default in the conduct. It could be, you know, so it's all about being safe, you know, and if this should happen, you know, talk to that person that you are about to have sex with like okay so far I know I'm okay and so far you're telling me you're okay but what if how would this situation play out because nobody like for me I don't like going through this all this by myself Mm -hmm. um I, I do have family members but sometimes they don't understand you know and like when I say when out of my children's fathers, one he'll listen, but he really doesn't understand. And I have one who actually, uh, uh childhoods, my middle school sweetheart, actually, he got introduced to everything about me in 2010. <clears throat> and when he found out, I just knew he was just going to leave me for high and dry. He said, No, we in this together. I'm riding this out with you. And we're not together but he makes it his business to call me, to check on me, to you know he I don't know, it's like if he knows he I don't even have to call him sometimes when I'm upset. It's just he says something always hits him, like, let me call her, something's not right you know, and I'm mm-hmm. and he'll call me and be like, What's going on up there? I'm like, nothing. He said, You're lying. I know this is not right and then when I turned, he said, Yeah, he said, the stuff that he said, whenever you're not right, I get certain things that be bothering me that, and when I call you, then that's the once I know what's going on. But he has been right. here throughout, you know, everything, every step. He has seen me at my weakest point where I could not walk, where he had to actually carry me, where he had to actually give me a bath where, I was scared to take a bath, not saying I was scared to wash myself, but the water and everything I was free when I got washed. And my body, when, and that came with the meningitis that started affecting my body along with taking these HIV meds. And then, you know, my body just went through a whole, a whole lot. Sometimes I'm off balance, you know, depending on how things is. I know I can't go outside when it's too hot. It, you know, it's a whole lot of things that goes on with my body and that, you know, it's, it's very scary to deal with. And I don't, you know, I can see in people, you know, my family members, they, it's like they have accepted what, what I have, but at the same time, it bothers them. It's more sort of a scared feeling because as soon as I get sick, it's like they're right there like, Oh, I got to take care of her. I got to be right there. I got to make sure she's okay, you know. And it's like, okay, y'all, uh, you're overdoing it. But <laughs> appreciate it, but you're overdoing it. It's like, right <laughs> now, y'all yeah, get to the point that you you don't let me breathe, and then when you see me back, well, I don't get that attention like that. And it's like, I don't, I don't want you to do that. I want you to be yourself, you know. So, <laughs> it's 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 a process with them, they dealing with it, they, they're trying to, because when I start telling them, look, I don't like it how you treat me.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, so they try to find a way to treat me, because so I was just one of them all to still be themselves. And, mm-hmm. I, like with my biological father, he has his problem because every time he sees me, and like I had already told him, I said, sometimes you gonna see me with weight, and there's going to be other times that you're going to see me without sleep That's because the medication that I'm on it's like they do what they're supposed to do but at the same time each one of them has a side effect so one mm-hmm. of my medications actually take away all my fat the other one I try to put it back but it's hard I have to with flexion, trying to keep it at a normal weight is very hard
1: mm-hmm why should people know their HIV status
0: why should people know like what yeah.
1: in general you know men women children
0: I. it all depends I mean not far, your status
1: their status
0: as far as their status
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean I feel like this Is it's just like if a person has cancer sometimes you never know that a person has cancer because they don't tell you about it Mm-hmm. and I feel the same way as HIV if you can treat a person who has cancer away then why can't you treat that person who, has, who is HIV positive the same way you treat someone that's if they just have a regular cold you know instead of going through the whole oh you better watch how you touch this don't let her sit there don't let her sneeze here you know it's just it's totally different and that's why you have a lot of cases where People are not telling their partners or not telling anyone because of how they get treated. Mm -hmm. Because I I think if everyone knew that, okay, if you have 10 people in a room and four of them are positive and you know they are, and they go to the bathroom, look how quick someone looks at you. Look how quick someone does something that you don't like them. Don't, Don't, you know, like when you eat forks they'll give you something you know don't really want to give you their metal fork and if they do you can best believe they make sure they sit that separate from all the rest of the dishes I think that everybody's medical health reasons should be private unless you Mm -hmm. want to reveal it to people that's how I feel and I don't think they should have a law out here that they do where they are arresting people who are HIV positive because they didn't tell somebody. As long as I know that you're protected and I, you know, I had safe sex with you, then I don't have to expose myself to you. Because if I know what I have, what do you have that I don't know you have? hmm You know? Cause How are you protected? Huh? Huh? Well, how are you
1: protecting your
0: partners? Well, I use condoms, or um, sometimes I just deny of having sex. You know, I come up, I'll come up with excuse. You know, and it's not too many people that I do this with. You know, if I'm, I, I sometimes just you know don't do anything. I, I'll tell that person, let's use a condom. And they're like, oh, I'm good. I don't have nothing. Well, I have an illness that I can't take no check. That's what, that's how I'm able to use condoms. Because you have a lot of these males who don't want to use condoms, though. I tell them, in order for us to do anything. Um, we have, this is what we have to use because of my illness is what I use. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, as far as like me being sick, as far as, you know, I have meningitis. I don't tell them nothing about, um, the, the HIV. I don't even tell them what type of meningitis I have. I just say it is sprain, a brain and spinal. So, now if you want to go through the whole medical thing to figure it out, you go right ahead. <laughs> but, I don't tell them, because if I say the name, Cryptococcus, you could easily go and find that and you could see that it's related to HIV.
1: Mhm. So. Are you familiar with the medication PrEP or PEP? With PEP? Are you familiar with the medications PrEP and PEP? No. Okay. These are medications that prevent the spread of HIV between sexual and intimate partners.
0: Mm-hmm
1: i advise you to talk to your healthcare provider about um, getting more information about PrEP and PEP at your next visit. Well, any, let, um, me, let me get that name from you. Let me, yeah, yeah. Mom, I'll tell you said, after
0: the broadcast. I mean, after, after, okay.
1: after this i recording. Um, is there any other questions uh, that you would like? I mean, is there any other um, information you would like to share?
0: Um... Really say it's just basically if you are, just take care of yourself, you know. Because mm-hmm. you are, you know, especially if you want to be here longer, and it, is, it is hard with having that. You just got to keep up with your medical insurance or ask your doctor that if your medical insurance should, you know, you cancel you. Do they have a program that they can put you in so that you can still continuously to get your medicine? Because they do have programs like that. That will, the program will pay for all your medical, all your, you know, doctor's visits, blood work, anything that that doctor needs to do for you, they will do.
2: Okay, And enough.
0: like how they have the, the Ryan, the Ryan program and all of that, they have these programs. It's just all about you just asking and, you know, because right now I don't need that program because I am covered, but my doctor's office has already let me know, let us know we are going to go ahead and put these things into action because I'm, you know, when I lived in another state, they had me on all of that. But being that I move out of that state to a different state, the state, you know, basically is like, okay, well we'll you let us know if anything, you know, if you find out that they drop you from insurance or whatever, let us know we'll get it worked out for you. So but I am on medication for the rest of my life.
1: Okay. Well, thank you for sharing.
0: You're welcome.
3: This policy is valid from January 4th, 2019. This podcast is a personal podcast written and edited by F. Christopher Blue and his conglomerates at Mordentherapy.org. For questions about this podcast, please contact staff at Mordentherapy.org. The podcast accepts form of cash advertising, sponsorship, paid insertions, or other forms of compensation. The compensation received may influence the advertising content, topics, or posts made in this podcast. That content, advertising space, or post may not always be identified as paid or sponsored content. The owners of this podcast is compensated to provide opinion on products, services, websites, and various other topics. Even though the owners of this podcast receives compensation for our posts or advertisements, We always give our honest opinions, findings, beliefs, or experiences on those topics or products. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are purely the podcast's own. Any product claim, statistic quote, or other representation about a product or service should be verified with the manufacturer, provider, or party in question. This podcast does not contain any content which might present a conflict of interest.